0: supposed to have a meet and greet with someone and I completely forgot and he disconnected from me basically which is kind of like fuck you it was entitled what I love about a man and it's about 7 minutes and 12 seconds long birth control is fucking with your ability to smell the genetic code or the pheromones. and watch him, the way he moves, and just his shoulders, his hands, his body, his strength. I get so turned on. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries Podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday. How are you guys doing today? Hope it's fantastic. I also hope you got a chance to listen to last Saturday's episode, which I believe is episode 423. And this is with this is an episode that I wanted to do for a long, long time. I ran across this guest many years ago. He started a testosterone replacement therapy support group. And he was really kind of what I considered like kind of a pioneer, you know, out there helping guys out. He started this Facebook community, he had a podcast. And every time men would talk to me about low libido or things like that, I would be like, hey, you know, you've got to go talk to Brandon. Here's this information. And then over the years, Brandon was getting feedback from these guys saying, you know, that, oh, how they found him was through, you know, hearing me mention him on my podcast. Anyway, I finally had him on. What a really interesting guy. I love his story. He really, really has men's best interest at heart and he's putting, he's just done so much research. He puts himself, he's kind of like me, you know, where I socially experiment on myself. Well, he's documenting his, you know, TRT journey and just everything about it, the ins and outs and, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. So if any of that stuff relates to you, and I know there's a lot of guys that listen to the show and, you know, this stuff can happen no matter what age you are. It's really not indicative of age. And that was one of the things that was kind of interesting. It really opened my eyes because, you know, Brandon's saying that, you know, there's a lot of myths, you know, and it's hard to find the right doctor. And not every doctor knows really that much about this. And there's not a lot of money in it for them. And so, you know, it was just kind of a fascinating conversation. But we went through some myths, you know, what you can do. He is an excellent resource, so if any of that is personal to you or someone you know, seriously, you've got to direct them over to allthingstestosterone.com and give a listen to my previous episode before this one. That's with Brandon and his wife got on there too, so it's just really interesting to get both their takes on what it's like to have the low testosterone and try different things and busting myths and all that good stuff so I hope you guys get a chance to give it a listen I know you'll enjoy it I'm kind of excited right now guys I've been booking like I've got so much travel coming up I'm really really oh I need it I I need this for my soul you know I'm going next month. well I know this month oh my gosh it's October already holy cow I'm going uh with HK, we're going to go to Austin, and we haven't been to Austin together in a oof, a long time. And it's interesting. Austin was the city that I don't want to say broke us, <laughs> but you know, one of our breakups was right after, which we had a fantastic time. You know, it was in Austin, and oh, you know, it kind of came to uh, hey what are we doing here? Let's, let's shit or get off the pot. And I was like, well, I guess we're going to shit the bed on this one, you know? And, Oh God, even just thinking back to that. Oh my God. I was, that was such a tough call for me. I broke my own heart and his too. And anyway, but we do love Austin. Despite that. It's so much fun guys. Austin is such a fun city. So we're going to go and do, um, we're going to one of the, I think Texas, games that is where hk went to he went to school there and so we're going to one of the games and we're watching i don't know which one it is i think I think he said did he say utah or byu i forget where texas is playing anyway we're gonna tailgate we're gonna go to the rusty spoke we're gonna line dance we have really good seats, though, for the game. <laughs> I think we're on the 30-yard line, the second row back. So, hey, if you happen to catch the game, you know, you guys, you know, look for me. You might see HK and I lingering about. Uh, anyway, so I'm just really looking forward to that. And what else are we doing? Oh, we're we're going to go through Waco and go to Chip and Joanna Gaines' restaurant. <laughs> I'm flying into Dallas. Uh, so... Anyway, that's where he lives. And we're going to, you know, we're on a road trip on to Austin. What else are we doing when we're in Austin? I forget. Oh, we're going to Austin City Limits. Yeah, we're going to see some music. And it's such a great music scene there. Oh, my gosh. So I'm just totally looking forward to it. And that's super exciting. And then I booked, um, I'm going back to, well, flying into California and going to spend Thanksgiving with Mr. Big in Tahoe. So, oh my gosh. Yes. I'm really looking forward to that. I definitely, I miss my cabin when I sold that a few years back and oh my gosh, that was just always my, my happy place. So I love to get there, get up to Tahoe anytime I can and and it's it's just kind of also a fun place for mr big and i so we're going to have a good time and then what else i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens at the end of the year you never know i don't have any new year's plans yet we'll see what happens yeah so i'm just i'm having a lot of fun i'm still pretty much staying off the dating apps i just got on there you know what i realized oh my gosh you guys i did the worst thing i completely forgot i told this guy And I didn't, I just realized it because I, you know, I wasn't getting on my dating apps. I got on there so embarrassed. I was supposed to have a meet and greet with someone and I completely forgot. And he disconnected from me basically, which is kind of like, fuck you. You know, you disconnect with someone when you're not interested anymore. Oh my gosh. I feel like an asshole. I seriously completely forgot. This is just telling me something like this is how tuned out to to how dissatisfied I've been lately or burnt out with these dating apps. So I'm just gonna I am just dialing it back. You know what I'm having fun masturbating like crazy. Also, you guys have been so funny sending in your your names for my special occasion dildo. I love your voicemails about this. There are some good ones. I'll tell you what, I promise next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna share some of them with you because I actually think I've come up with a name from one of my listeners who sent in a lovely voicemail and I'm like, oh, that's a really good name. I'm, so I think maybe I should have a little contest, you know, like name my special occasion dildo. What are we, what are we gonna call it? Guys, any, any of you wanna throw some ideas my way, just voicemail them to me super easy go to the click on the pink tab on the right hand side and you can leave me a voicemail. I would love to know what you think I should name it because yeah, I've got some good names going so far. I think I have a winner, but you know what? I can leave it open a little bit longer. basically, you got a week because I, I in next week's episode, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna include some of these because they're pretty good. All right, and I also wanted to get through some before I get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, I wanted to go through some of the nice emails I've gotten. I don't usually, always read the emails. I like the voicemails, but, cause I like to just, you know, because the voicemails are, well, live. You know, they're more live, they're more personal. But anyway, here's a lovely email that I got. Uh, it just says, first off, big fan, I work at UPS, so I get I get the very straight perspective on life. I work through COVID, never took a day off. My point of telling you that I looked forward to your podcast and thank you so much. Well, and, and this is from Jay. It's a, all his initials are JP. JP. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm thank you for being a big fan and thank you for working at UPS and working through COVID. I mean, thank you very much. We definitely needed UPS. We needed everything coming through everything. Anybody that was willing to work and get us stuff during the lockdowns and COVID, you know, you're a superhero. So thank you so much. I am so glad that you look forward to the podcast. I love hearing that. That makes me happy. And it motivates me to keep wanting to do this show. So thank you so much. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Okay. The next one is from RS. And RS is, has a little bit of an axe to grind with me. you know, It's a soft axe to grind, but here it is. okay, he says Layla, I've been listening to your podcast for years and finally decided to send you a very complimentary email. I know you get many emails and I was wrong to expect a quick thank you response. But I've been checking my emails regularly, and it is beginning to suggest that I won't be hearing from you. And I only expected that because you have indicated that you respond to all emails. Frankly, I'm disappointed because I realized that it would be the only contact that I could hope for, unlike the men who are fortunate enough to spend intimate time with you. All the best wishes in your relationships and continued sexual growth. R.S. Well, R.S., I think I did you one better, okay, because I read your email on the show. And listen, sweetheart, I'm so sorry. I do get back to everybody. It is slower with emails. What you hear me say, please listen carefully when, you, when you're listening to the show, because I always say at the end of the show, send me your voicemails. I get back to each and every one of you personally. I did not say send me your emails. I get back to each and every one of you personally. The truth is I do get back to everybody but the emails take longer because they require typing and I have to sit down and, you know, think about what I want to say and how to say it. And I'm so much better when I sit down and just rip off a response verbally as I'm doing now, my love. So thank you so much for listening. I love you for that. And I appreciate you. And Thank you for the, I don't know where the very complimentary email went. Sounds like, I believe you're intimating that you sent another one that I missed. And if I did, I would apologize for that because I certainly don't mean to miss an email. But I do believe I did get back to you because I think maybe my response was short and I think maybe you were disappointed with the shortness of the response. <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly, I could be thinking of someone else, not trying to be unfair to you, RS. Here's the thing. A lot of times I get emails to guys that are, sometimes they're spicy, right? And they uh, people will try to solicit a response. I can read what you're saying and, you know, I can read what you've written and sometimes read between the lines, you know, sometimes just like everybody can do, right? Usually it's like, go to the end of the email. And that's really kind of what someone wanted to say. They're going to say all this stuff first. And then, and then that last paragraph is going to be the zinger, right? (laughs) They're going to turn on a dime. And I get those, you know, sometimes I get those. And then sometimes I get ones where it's just kind of like, I'm not really even sure what the comment is all about. It's maybe two or three sentences, but if I have to read between the lines, it's like somebody's hoping I am going to read between the lines and try to guess what it is you wanted to say, and then give you this great big long response based on kind of what is a minimal a minimal and confusing effort, <laughs> if I'm just being honest. So I get a lot of stuff. I get an email like this, RS, which is easy for me to go through and respond to. And then other times they're a little more difficult. So my best advice on the emails is be patient and please be concise and read it back to yourself before you send it and say, does this make sense? And is the point I want to make or the question I want to ask coming across clearly? And if the answer's no, don't hit the send button just yet, maybe rework it so that it's clear. Okay. Anyway, I thank you so much RS for your email. And I hope that this makes it up to you by putting it on the show. Okay, guys. So today, what I really want to do, first of all, I want to pay my respects to men. Because you may not know this, but I started my very, very first episode. It was entitled What I Love About a Man. And it's About seven minutes and 12 seconds long. (laughs) That was my very first episode. Oh my gosh, you guys. But you know, there's something very poignant about that. It really shows you where my head was then. And if you listen to it, and I'm going to include that episode in its seven minute entirety at the very end of the show, I want you to listen to it. Because what I love about the episode, what I love about a man, is that I haven't changed very much. I still fucking love you guys. And the basic elements that I covered are still my strong points. Now, I've added to those points as I've gone down the rabbit hole, experienced more things, kink, and over the years, because I love you guys so much, I have really, really tuned in. To men, I believe. My awareness, I'm not by any stretch saying I'm perfect or the know-it-all on men. No, you are still a mystery to me, as I'm sure women, as we women are mysteries to you men. But I've really, really developed this strong, not just lust for you guys, because you are lustworthy and I do lust for you so, so much. But this deep, deep, deep respect and this broadened understanding of, to some degree, like I said, I know it's vast and I'll never understand it completely. But the point is, is that I want to, and I love knowing about you guys and what makes you tick and understanding what, what's hard for you, what you struggle with. And I've seen it in action and I've paid more attention to it over time time. And as I've seen things really, really change for men in these past seven years, it only makes me respect and love you more. And it only also makes me want to understand you more, not only love you more, but just want to understand you more. But I'll tell you, I'm not trying to be an alarmist, but I've seen some pretty concerning changes and it seems like out there the landscape of men that i'm seeing they're starting to become this big divide it's kind of i don't want to say just maybe it's very very basic to say and generic to say between the alphas and the betas and i believe there's just this huge kind of split this slow chasm that's been developing and it's becoming more and more clear and it's based on a lot of things you know it's based on a lot of things that's driving it but it's really interesting that you know I feel like I'm in this interesting position to see the forest through the trees because I get to spend so much of my time and sex and sexuality and dating and being, you know, this sexual explorer and putting it out there. After this long, you notice some things. And let's see. Speaking of men I love. Oh, Mr. Big. <laughs> let's see what he has to say. I'm sure it's something lovey He's <laughs> Let's just check in with Mr. Big. Oh, just to see. Oh, sweetheart. Sleep well. Oh, with little hearts. Yes. I'm a very lucky girl. Okay. But here's the thing. Like, see now that that's an alpha move right there. Sleep well. I, it's so simple. You know, like men, their basic core level function is to provide and protect. And there's this generation of men that I see that can't do that, or that don't know how to do that, or that it like wasn't emphasized because I've been honestly guys, I've been thinking about this a lot and thinking about this a lot. This stuff bugs me. It really does. I don't like this whole weird thing I see going on with like this these Instagram chicks beating up on men and just this, you know, and men having to worry about being men and getting sued for being men or, you know, the Me too stuff and without offending anybody that's been mistreated by a man. But sometimes some of the stuff has gotten so out of hand, I feel like men are really, <laughs> they're in a tough spot. And I think women have just gotten less feminine and less womanly and and less about our biology. You know, if we look around In the world, everything around us, and the animals in the animal kingdom. I always, you know, I've said for years over this show, you know, nature and biology fucking win. You know, Darwinism is alive and well. The stuff that's kept us alive and other species alive for years is superior, it trumps everything else. And when you fuck with it, crazy shit starts happening. And we're starting to see the results of that. And it's bizarre. And, you know, it's like, this is one of the things I always talk about, like where I've said, ladies, get off birth control, fucking smell the testosterone. You cannot properly pick an alpha men. a man, you know, birth control is fucking with your ability to smell the genetic code or the pheromones. And I know I'm saying this part improperly, but basically I talked about that study that I came across and I, I long suspected it that there's something with the smells of, you know, certain smells of certain guys would just, I don't, they wouldn't repulse me, but it would, it was off-putting really strongly off-putting. And I'm like, what is going, why, why is this? And I started to notice it obviously the more, you know, this, this came on strong when I came out of my three and a half year dry spell. And I was, I was just like, yeah, why does some guys smell so good? And then others, it's like, some guys I can't get enough of like that. Oh when they're around me, I'm just like, holy fuck, I want to fuck this guy. Rip, it. he's so masculine, manly, you know. And I've just like literally turned into this cave woman, this hunter. <laughs> you know, or, or I wanted to be hunted. You know, I mean, just like that fun stuff. And I'm telling you, I feel like, because I know most women are on birth control, that. This is, I think this could be another reason, uh, just one of the added weird little things that's now thrown in there that's fucking with the natural order of why men and women aren't getting together and why why the birth rate's declining, why everything, because there's just a lot of shit converging at once. But I am alarmed about it. And I just want to do everything I can to like (laughs) pump men up, (laughs) tell them to stay strong please stay in their masculine. you're fantastic. I love your testosterone it fucking smells great to me. That's why I got people you know that's why I had Brandon on like let's let's rebuild the testosterone I mean like seriously where has it gone? Oh I am seeing let me just you know without naming names I mean some of the men that I have met I'd say in the last year or two, are seriously fucking confused they're falling apart they're literally you know i mean going through these um i don't know crises it's like a crisis for them i'll get these late night texts saying strange things asking for support not not booty calling me like wanting support, emotional support in the middle of the night, and I, and this isn't this isn't bullshit. It's not like it's not a ploy to like, it's not a different angle to try to booty call me. No, no, I'm I'm not joking. Like, it's happening enough where I'm like, what is going on? Guys are kind of having a hard time. They're, I think they're having just as hard a time as I am <laughs> They're on the dating <laughs> scene. It's really kind of fucked up. So. You know, when I started this show, the first thing I wanted to talk about was my sincere love and attraction to men. And I've often said being a lesbian would have just been easier. (laughs) And I tried to be into women. I wanted to be into women, but I can't make it happen, you guys. Darn it. And women are gorgeous. I mean, aesthetically, I almost think I'd rather, well, no, 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 no. No, no, I can't even say that. That's not true. I was about to say aesthetically, I almost would rather look at a female. No, I mean I can't even say that. Although women women's bodies are just gorgeous. Like I see a thing of beauty. I do. I see what men see, but I don't see everything that men see because it doesn't convert to lust and just craving and desire. But when I look at a man and I watch him the way he moves and just his shoulders, his hands, his body, his strength I get so turned on. I am drawn to that like let me just watch men just doing man fucking things and it's fucking what let me watch him working out like it is just hot to me because it's ah it's just so. It's so back to basics. You know what? You should be able to just honestly, you should be able to pick a man. You don't need the fucking internet. You don't need all this bullshit, you know, filters, crap, all the fake shit we have now. Just put, line up a bunch of men. Let me watch them move around and see how they interact with each other and watching them be masculine and competitive and playing sports and shit like that. And I will, I mean, like that shit gets me so wet. I just, that's just it for me right there. Like I'm a, it's basic provide and fucking protect. Are you like the alpha guy? Can you put me in my place when I need it? Fucking check me. And in the bedroom, be fucking physically dominant. I mean, you don't have to do it all the time, but I need to know it's there. I need to know it's in you. I I need to tap into that fucking beast. I have to know that that there's kind of a scary monster in there. I think every woman deep down wants to know that her man could fucking kill with his bare hands and that while he'll protect you and make sure you're safe and care for he, he's also going to not he's not going to let you walk all over him and ugh Yeah. I don't know. Like that shit just turns me on. That's what I want. And I feel like there's been some societal things that have happened that are weeding that stuff out. And I don't know if it's a conspiracy. I mean, I don't know what to think anymore, to be honest with you. I do. Like I said, this has become my main focus Sex and sexuality, and how we relate to each other and how we interact with each other. And I absolutely see this huge shift from seven and a half years ago. And I'm just way more acutely aware of it. And I'm very, I am very concerned about it. I'm just, I'm concerned about where that's heading. And I don't think it's a good place. I really don't. You know, I think, I hope, you know, I really do hope that women will understand better the difference between tapping into their masculine sometimes versus just having it on hyperdrive all the time. And I was guilty of it. You know, that's, I was totally, totally guilty of it myself, but I didn't use it in a disrespectful way, if that makes sense. I always, you know, I worked around men all the time and very, you know, physical men and, you know, man's men. And I always was working around men. And so I had a lot of respect for them and the way they handled shit. And I mean, you know, but I had to be in control of them, which was, you know, I mean, and it seems like I felt like I was always in the environment I was in there. Guys were always ready to, you know, they get pissed off with each other and they're ready to come to blows. And I was always just like, Hey, listen, you know, do what you got to do. Just, just fucking do it outside. You know, like, can't do it inside. Go do it outside, go work it out. I mean, literally. Yeah. I, I was like, you got to fucking work it out. This guy's pissed at that guy blaming this guy. I'm like, Hey, let's just, you can't do it in here, but whatever you want to go to take it out to the street and, you know, punch each other around a little bit until you work it out. But that's the thing. That's how that's what guys do. That's what little boys do. That's what I mean. And I don't know. There's just a fine line between trying to feminize these men because in the end women don't respect it. That's why they're initiating 80 to 90% of the divorces. It doesn't work for us. And that's part of that is our problem because we absolutely have contributed to that for sure you know it takes two to tango this isn't just this isn't just a it's it's a problem we're all in with together it's equal it's equal parts one side and the other but you know i mean honestly guys are just trying to be accommodating they adapt you know they're just trying to adapt okay she wants me to be more in my feelings she wants to know what my love language is do you really think guys give too many shits about love languages i mean let me ask you this on a guy's priority list, top five things every day. He's just like, this has to get done. Like, cause men are like doers, right? You think it's one of the love languages is on there. I gotta have quality time. I gotta have words of affirmation today. <laughs> no, and I'm not trying to make fun of this stuff, but guys, when you think about it, it is, you know, it's like, again, we're trying to drag men in over to the, let's talk about our feelings. Listen, ladies, if you want to talk about your feelings, get together with your girlfriends, do it, get some clear, just maybe one or two things that are super, super important. Only bring it up when you really, really need to. And, you know, pick and choose your battles. But my God, we're turning perfectly good men into women. And then we're disappointed with the outcome and we're wondering why this isn't turning us on and why we don't want to have sex with these guys anymore. And you know, like why are these guys are in sexless marriages? God. And then they have to sit around and put up with that. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's just not fair and it's not right. And I think without laying any blame anywhere, we just need to kind of like, Figure our way out of it. We got here together. We can get out of it together. Okay. Plus, I have to have masculine, manly men. I need them to stay on this planet. Otherwise, I am going to be an old Spencer with my dildo. It'll be me and my dildo, my special occasion dildo. And we'll just rock it out together. Like, we will sail off in the sunset together. (laughs) I'll be buried with it. (laughs) I'll have it in there. Oh, anyway, so guys, that's just what's on my mind today. I just had to like, I had to get that out because I feel, I feel like, you know, I've been seeing this stuff happening and seeing this stuff happening and seeing this stuff happening. And I haven't, I haven't wanted to sound the alarm. I don't want to be an alarmist, but I really should have sounded the alarm maybe a year ago, Honestly. The landscape is changing. If it's not something you're noticing, take a step back a little bit, you guys. Like really, like look around, look around and ask yourself, do you think the state of male-female relations has improved over the last decade or has it gotten worse? Because I think it's gotten worse. I'm wondering what you think. All right, guys, let me know. You know, I love a voicemail. Don't be shy. You can email me too, but voicemails are good. I would love to know your opinion on that. And let's review my very first episode. This is from 26, December 19th, 2016. What I Love About a Man. It's only seven minutes long, seven minutes and 12 seconds, I think. Actually, it might even be shorter than that when you take the intro off. So it's going to be the best six or seven minutes of your life. I guarantee it. But it's it's just, a, it's really just a, it's just a love message to men because I really, really do love you. I know sometimes I, I get on you guys about dick picking and I do, I do love to take some digs, but sometimes you, let's face it, you guys leave the door wide open and I just have to, I can't help myself. But at the end of the day, ultimately you're fucking fabulous you're hot shit, you're masculine, you're sexy as fuck. Like, you literally, I am like a teenager, like with who, I feel like I still have that teenage boy crazy feeling, you know, when you first discover boys and just, you don't know what, you don't know what, but the you're starting to get the warm fuzzies and you like it. And that's how I, I still feel that way. I still freaking feel that way. And that hasn't changed. That has not changed through all these years. It's still there for me, my love for men. So guys, you're fabulous. Somebody needs to tell you that. You should be hearing that all the time. I hope your partner tells you that all the time. If you don't have a partner, listen to me. You fucking rock. You're masculine. You're hot shit. You're sexy as fuck you literally make my day. All right, guys, here is the throwback from December nineteenth, 2016. Give it a listen. Okay, so let's talk about what I love about a man. Oh my gosh, where do I start? Okay, this, you men, you're just so delicious. Let me just start with that. Like, I've I fucking love you guys. I love men. Uh, their bodies, their strength, just everything. But just so I can like keep my thoughts collected here, let me start at the beginning. Let me start about let me, let me start with why I have a certain physical type. Um, I I'm I'm tall and um, I, while I'm slim, I've always been tall. And so I say that i suffer from tgs which is tall girl syndrome and tall girl syndrome is you know no matter how p- slim i am as tall as i am i always kind of feel big you know it's just something in my head right where i i don't want to feel big i want to feel tiny and petite and you know like i can be manhandled and snapped like a little twig when in reality you know i'm Tall and lean, and you know, it's um, I'm not five two, so I'll never, I'll never feel like this tiny little petite spinner unless I have a tall, you know, physically strong guy. So that tends to be my type, kind of like you know, six, I would say six two and above is six, six, two to six, five. That's like my ideal. I mean, six, five is probably my ideal height. Um, that's perfect. I can put my heels on, you know, my, all my expensive heels are four inches. So you put that on five ten, and boop, you know, you're right up there. Now I want to put in a caveat to that because it's not always about, sometimes it's about, there's definitely some men that have an, uh, you know, that it's their, their physical presence, is, is imposing and it's just, there's something about them. So it's not a steadfast rule, but generally speaking, if you lined up a lot of the guys over the years that I've, um, dated or, you know, had relationships with, what have you, they're going to look, uh, they, they, they have a similar look. Okay. Off that now. Um, but so I love a bigger guy. I love, I love a tall, you know, hunk of a man, with, you know, that, that outweighs me (laughs) a lot, uh, so that I can feel like I love the weight of a man's body on me. Oh, fuck. That turns me on just when he's on top of you that like, you just know, oh, this is a man. I love the size of their shoulders and chiseled abs and, and hands. I just have this thing about a man's hands, First of all, I love those hands all over me, touching me and making me feel good and sometimes soft and sometimes strong, but I don't know what it, like, I just love a man's hands. You know, when guys send, you know, selfies and in the mirror and you can see them holding the phone, I'm always drawn right to the hands. (laughs) I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's a kink. Uh, or a fetish. I'm not sure. I need to put me, I need a little help with um, discerning that. But um, yeah, definitely. I love, you know, a man's hands. I like, um, I like when a man just kind of, you know, grabs you and you feel how strong he is and not in a, not in a super aggressive way, but you know, again, it's just, the masculine energy to me is just such a fucking turn on like when i'm looking at a tall man who's in great shape who takes care of himself i i can't help it i mean i just get so fucking turned on i love men's voices i love how they're protective of women you know how how a man makes me just feel so feminine and, and so fucking sexy, you know, like, oh, men and women's bodies were really, you know, their energy, you know, the yin and the yang and all that, they're just so uniquely designed for each other. And that's not to say that's, you know, that, uh, there's not that same dynamic and energy between, um, same sex couples in any way, just that, you know, for me, oh my gosh, nothing, nothing, you know, gets me going than a More than just a sexy, tall, in shape, well built hunk of a man, I'm just like get over here and get on me, or let me get on you. I know what to do with that (laughs) body. Oh my gosh, I'm getting myself all worked up here. I'm gonna have to (laughs) find an outlet for this when I'm done. But I love like you know, I love really broad shoulders and chiseled arms, and I want to be in those arms. And I just kind of, like I said, I love the the fact that, you know, like this, a man is strong, and physically, you know, they're strong, and that they could just have their way with you if they wanted, but they can also provide you the softness and comfort that you need to because you feel safe and cared for and oh it's the best I think I think snuggling after uh, after an aggressive sex session is hot (laughs) going from one extreme to the other hot so anyway that's what I love about men and I guess it was I focused on the physical mostly but Yeah, that's kind of what I'm here to do, right? Focus on the physical for now. Anyway, there you have it. All right, guys. Well, there you go. See? Doesn't that, I mean, it's like I'm still, I am still beating the same drum after all this time. Love you guys so much. And I, of course, I love my female listeners too. I mean, I love them too. But but I also hope that, I hope that this also, You know, they kind of think that they're thinking about this stuff too, because I know they're noticing it. I know they're feeling it and you know, they love men too. So I think the best thing we can all do ladies is pay it forward and make sure that if you have a man in your life, he absolutely knows that you think he's hot shit. He knows how much you want him. Go home tonight. Fuck his brains out. Just lay into that guy. I mean, at the very least, give him a blowjob. Let's make National Blowjob Week this week. Boom. October. First week of October, National Blowjob Week. I love it. There we go. All right, guys. Everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Mwah, mwah. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media.